one second. Yeah, baby! Ew. It's from a drink. Yep. Mm. Oh, I hear it. Woo. Hi, guys. It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. How's everybody doing? Ugh. Oh, my God. Mm. I hope good. I hope good. Um, <sighs> what a fun time we have for you guys today. Let's mm-hmm. see what do we got going on before we do the show. Uh, hey, we uh, fucked around with our website. Mm-hmm. Refreshed it a little bit. Uh, check that out. Um, I think we have some some like new sections. We like reorganized it a little bit. Yeah, we like consolidated some stuff. Yeah, just like tightened it up a little bit. Um, yeah, and most importantly, we got some new merch on there for you guys. <gasps> oh, <sighs> oh my oh, god! We, uh, we got to talk about this, you guys. We um, we commissioned some mm-hmm. new artwork from our friend, a listener. A who listener. is now our friend, but we did yeah, not know before this. I, I'm i calling her my friend because... No, she's our friend. She's we've, our friend, yeah. Yeah, we video chatted with her. She's, uh, it was so much fun. Uh, yeah. She's so cool. Oh, our friend God. Amanda from Close mm-hmm. Call Studio made mm-hmm. just the most amazing artwork for us. It's uh, You've seen it. If you've seen our uh, YouTube intro you've seen the artwork it's mm-hmm. uh like it's got Benny Franks it's got Bigfoot it's got all the f- things that really epitomize the podcast in a you know beautiful illustration for your eyes yeah so it's, it's all the faves it's all your faves and she hand drew all these and yeah, yeah if you're watching this on YouTube the like border artwork every like it's so good and that's not even I mean, that's just like the tip of the iceberg. There's so there's butts, there's titties, there's farts, there's, there's piles of poop, there's <laughs> yeah, there's jars of weird things. Who knows what's in there? Maybe piss. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, a piss jar. Yeah, I think uh, it's a beer can. <laughs> Howard Hughes, eat your heart out. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he liked to piss in jars. Uh, so, he did. Yeah. So check out our uh, our merch section on the website, uh, our mm-hmm. store. You just like at the very top of the website, there's either if you're yeah. on your phone, there's a little hamburger menu up in the corner. Or if you're on a desktop, it's at the very top. There's, you know, navigation or mm-hmm. there's buttons on the very front. You're not going to miss it. You're not, not going to miss it. It's just there's you like know, three options to get to this bandana. You should. I'm buy, telling you guys. you guys how to use the internet right now. Shut up, Aaron. God, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> it's like literally, you cannot miss merch when you go to our website. Yeah, uh, you're going to see it. It's going to be. You're going to see it. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. There's two colors. Uh, there's black and white and gold and black. Oh, black and yeah. gold, whatever. Oh my god. Um. And they're so cool. They're I so should have I should have grabbed one uh, to hold up for you guys if you're watching YouTube. But I was like, you know what? Like, not everybody could see this. I don't want to be rude to everybody. Yeah. So, you know, just go and to the website yourself. Also, she took, like, a professional photo of it. And, like, Ugh. it's so good. So, yeah, she I already. Did, Amanda did everything for us. Uh, yeah. You should check out her her um, her website, just, like, go to closecallstudio.com and, like, yep. see all her shit. It's yep. awesome. 
uh, we have the so best. much con. We have so much um, merch from her that we've like personally bought, and that also mm-hmm. she sent us. So, um, yeah. Uh, excuse me. I'm a big fan. Also, um, uh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Who cares? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I, I bandanas are great. Uh, for fashion, for wearing mm-hmm. on your face to help in your protect hair. yourself in your hair. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying use a bandana as a COVID protection because that's not necessarily like the, the safest best. thing. But yeah. just you know. Maybe you're working in your garden and there's dirt and you just want to use a bandana. Maybe. Yeah, what if you have those fucking pube caterpillars in your yard and you're trying to like avoid them getting pubes on your face? Get them out of here. Get them out of here. Um, Yeah. So also we mentioned last week we're hosting a postcarding party. That's Mm -hmm. also information you can find on the website. We have a link that you could sign up. Um, that's actually being hosted by Nerol and there's also a link within that link to order your postcards so you don't even have to pay for postcards they'll send them to you you'll get a pack of 40 or if you want you can get more than that but they come in packs of 40 all the postage is prepaid um, it's great uh, and so as soon as you hear this like get on it because yeah. you want the you want the postcards as soon as possible so you'll be yeah. ready for the postcard party. You'll have them oh my they'll God. they'll send them out to you. You'll have them in your possession and then when we do our postcard party on September 6th on mm-hmm. Sunday, September 6th at 11:30 a.m. Yep. our time, Pacific yep. time. Yep. You'll be ready. You'll have your stack of postcards. Uh you'll have your oh fun God. pens. So also just check out our website for more information on that. Check it I'm out. I'm so excited. I it's gonna be love so fun. postcarding. It's so fun. Oh, it's great. Oh, you get to use all your fancy pens. And Do you guys have fancy pens? <laughs> get your Don't. fancy pens out. <laughs> I got two. These are my postcarding pens right here. I got a purple one and a black one. Sometimes I like to use black if I'm just feeling like, oh, I want a clean, crisp, traditional. Mm-hmm. I have some other colors too, but these are the ones I've been using. But I just want like very traditional, serious. This is a serious moment. We need to be ahead of the game. We need to be electing pro-choice officials into office using our vote and that's one then I have purple and purple's like oh my gosh did you know that people are trying to come out here and tell us that we can't do what we want with our fucking bodies no bitch use the purple pen to tell them what's up you know what I mean listen Janet I know you know what's up here's my purple ass pen giving you the what for yeah (laughs) the what the fuck we need to move on from this and we need to move on fast we're in Um, hell guys we need to we need to get out we gotta we gotta i know i'm out oh i yeah postcards it's gonna help every little bit it will it helps yeah and also it'll make you feel good (laughs) all right anything fucked up for you this week oh my god I have so many things, but I think I'll just, like, stick with one thing. <laughs> okay. I'm very excited to hear this. Um, I got an invite today via text message. First of all, I got a text message and my mom was like, oh, my God, you have to look at this. And I was like, oh, my God. But then I also got it. So it's an invite to my grandfather's wife's 50th birthday. Cute. Um, or a not party. Cute. Well, I mean, like – 
what the fuck? I, I like are we? It's at a restaurant. Um, <gasps> it's a bunch of people I've never met, and it's definitely not people we've all been quarantining with. Um, my grandfather's eighty nine years old. And oh, this is like. Coming up soon. Oh, this is like in two weeks. Yeah. <gasps> no, bitch. I know. <laughs> what is yeah. she thinking? <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, that was like my fucked up thing of the week and I'm sure it's going to continue. And I know I'm not going to be able to keep my mouth shut and I'm going to say something and then my grandpa's going to get mad and send me like a text message that he's disappointed, which is fine. But it's just like, I know it's coming. <laughs> so but oh, oh, I'll, oh. I'll give an update at the postcarding party of how this went. Perfect. Great. Okay. Love it. All right. What about you? What's That's incentive for everybody to join. Yeah, that is incentive. <laughs> the only way to find out is to send pro-choice postcards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's see. My fucked up of the week. Okay. So we – our two cats are fucking insane. You know, like they're like yeah. in their teenage they're years. Kids. They're kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, 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 they're getting wild. Uh, so we usually lock them out of our bedroom every night. Like we have two (laughs) doors to our bedroom that we like have to keep closed or else they'll just be like running in and out of the bedroom, like, like literally galloping. Yeah. Like throwing themselves on the bed and then jumping off and then clawing our feet and, and wrestling around, whatever. Yeah. So we always lock them out. So the other night. I and also like we like to keep our door open to the outside so that we get a nice breeze in because we don't have air yeah. conditioning and it's hot as fuck, but at night it cools down. Yeah. So but if we keep that door open, the cats know how to get out of the screen door also. They're <gasps> fucking they're a oh pain in the God. ass. They're oh just God. real assholes. So yeah. so we have to keep them out if we ever want to have the door open for a breeze. So yeah. the other night they're out, they're locked out but we have the door open, the screens closed, whatever. And around three in the morning, I wake up to the sound of clawing at the, at the screen door. And I'm like, oh, fuck. The cat somehow got in. God damn it. Like, yeah. I, I knew, I was like, I knew I didn't close the door all the way. So I wake up. I'm a really light sleeper. I wake up and I look and I'm like, get out of here go go and I look and it's on the other side of the screen door is something is clawing at the oh like outside yeah oh trying to get in oh no and I look and I was like oh no is that a cat the cat got out yeah and then I wake up fully and I'm like no that's not a cat it's huge I thought it was a dog and I was like wait (gasps) Wake up more because there's no way a dog could get up to the second floor. Yeah. I wake up more and it's a fucking big ass raccoon just <gasps> trying to open the screen door. <gasps> With trying its to raccoon come, hands? His oh little, my God. Ooh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh no. That's so creepy. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I jump out of bed and I'm like, go on, get up. Get out of here, god damn it. You raccoon. You goddamn raccoon. Get out of here. Get and with your just, tiny hands. It just like looks at me and it's like, eh. like it didn't Ugh. even care. It didn't care at all. It was not scared of me. It just stared at me and kept oh trying to get god. in. And I no. finally, I finally like jumped at it. Like I like yelled and like stomped my feet and it like, it, it like it, it ran away. I, and then I heard it like running on the roof and I was like, oh my god fucking god this oh we're surrounded god. by wild animals here oh my god in the middle of long beach 
but yeah. Oh man. Oh, that my was a rude God. awakening. And DJ DJ like he's just dead asleep and I was like, DJ, wake up. A raccoon tried to come in the house. He's like, No, it no, that didn't happen. But he was he was trying to he was trying to joke in his sleep, you know? Like he was yeah. he was ripping in his sleep. <laughs> and he cause he knew he did see that there was a raccoon and he was trying to tease me, but it was Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) So that was fun. Ew! And then you can't get back to sleep because your adrenaline's pumping and around. Oh yeah, just trying to like join your family. (laughs) I know. I was like, oh my god, what would have happened if it would have just like literally? It was two seconds away from opening the screen door. Like it was going to get in. Like what the fuck was I gonna do about that? Does your screen door lock? No, so it's like magnets. It like, oh, yeah, 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 like, right, right, yeah. And so if it gets – if all you have to do is just like pop it open and yeah. then it'll just slide open. Like it's supposed to be convenient and nice, but it's not. Oh, my God. I know. Uh, it's, we, need, we need another solution. I don't know. Maybe you need like a baby gate behind it or something like – Yeah. Or like a second screen that's like a regular screen that you could close just at night so that they can't get through. I don't know what we need to do, but fucking oh, hell. God. So now That's I'm like scary. super paranoid of fucking raccoons trying to bust yeah. in. Oh my God. Like you're going to wake asshole. up and it's just going to be like on the edge of your bed, like eating a snack or something. I, I mean, I think they're cute. I, I really like raccoons. I just don't, I, I, I don't necessarily you don't want, them in, your want house. them in my it's house. It's a rodent. Yeah, we don't yeah. know. They've been in people's trash cans right before they, they came to your house. rabies too yeah, sometimes. Yeah, 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 I yeah. I don't know. It was crazy. No. They were mm. just in a trash can, and then mm-hmm. they came and like were are gonna put their hands on your duvet, and then it's like, oh, get absolutely out. not, I know. you little fucker! Oh my god, <laughs> I do love raccoons, but not in this context. So yeah, mm. I like cartoon raccoons. Um, raccoons? I don't know. Mm. That's cute. <sighs> anyway, uh, should, we, should we talk about our topic? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I gotta shake off my like angry grandpa stuff. Yeah, shake it off. Let's loosen up. Uh, uh, My chair uh. is very squeaky too. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I just cracked my neck. Let's let's Ooh. get the the cocktails flowing yeah, through me... our bodies. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> ah. Mm. <laughs> I know how much you guys like mouth noises, so I'll make yeah. sure I, I do that. <laughs> just kidding. Mm. Yummy. <laughs> All uh, right. This is a listener submitted topic, and Hell yeah. it's so fun. Uh, we were just—I I don't know—in reading, we 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 read all the things that people suggest, and we, you know, we we do a quick little like rabbit hole on on all of the things that people send us. Yeah, but this one in particular made me laugh so hard. Uh, <laughs> it's very silly. Um, this is uh, the life and times of Horace de Vere Cole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this man was a legendary prankster from the turn mm-hmm. of the century, like around the late uh, 19th century into the early yeah. 20th century. He was yeah. He was popping. He was oh he was doing God. his thing. Uh, he was basically the Sasha Bar- Baron Cohen of his time. Oh my God! I which, would say, yeah, you. Which, yeah, we're gonna get into it, but 
It's weird to think that people existed like that before Sasha Baron Cohen. Because, I mean, I it's don't just, know. It's just proof that there's nothing under the sun that is original or yeah. new. It's yeah. all the same as it's always been. Like, for example... I was – one of my friends posted all these pictures. I was just telling DJ this. All these pictures of, um, you know, newspaper articles and, and pictures from the uh, Spanish flu. Like, mm-hmm. all these, like, posters about, like, wear a mask. like uh, And then, like, newspaper articles about how people are protesting wearing masks. It's, it's just – it's literally the same fucking thing. And we yeah. just, like, never – we just have no concept because we think – we're so individualistic and think that our oops, our current life and times are the only thing that exists. Like there's yeah. no there's such a memory hole with everything. Dude, when in reality note, there's there's a whole entire history that we could just use for instruction. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. just don't. So L- the the whole idea of like America and us being so individualistic is like so wild when you read about how other countries are coping and then how mm-hmm. we're coping with everything. Yeah. It's wild. It's uh it's all very interesting. Yeah. So oh. all that is to say there is nothing new under the sun and this man no. is no exception. He was out here doing oh. the most. I truly. Mean, <laughs> like like this just makes me think like Cavemen were lighting their farts on fire. You know oh. what I mean? It's like oh. the second they invented fire, they were lighting farts on fire. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, it's been we've been doing this shit forever. Forever. If we could figure out if if early humans could figure out how to like eat food, like open nuts and shit and yeah. figure out that things were edible, they oh. were definitely lighting their farts on fire. Like a hundred thousand percent. They were fucking like, you know, cutting a hole in their loincloth and letting their sack hang out and being like, I sent in something sticky. I sent in sap. Yeah. <laughs> Oog, I sat in sap. Oog, sat, sap. Huh. Not it ball. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm just like envisioning like a, a Roman or Greek person pretending like they're a sundial and it's their dick. Just <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god, a dick sundial? A hundred percent. Like you know, like you do the wristwatch dick thing. <laughs> like Oh, oh my god. Yeah, but it's so elaborate because it's a fucking sundial. So like they had to get they had to commission someone to like build a platform that they could crawl into and then like stick their erection through. They just had to like constantly be beating off so they can keep the the ruse going. Oh my god. Jesus. Okay. Already crying. It starts Ugh. it starts going limp and someone's like, What is wrong with this sundial? <laughs> Tis melting in the sun. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god, uh, so dumb. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna talk about this legendary prankster. Mm-hmm. Uh and side note, I fucking hate pranks. I hate April Same. Fool's Day. Yeah. I'm so glad there is 
if there's a single silver lining from the year 2020, <laughs> it's that <laughs> April Fool's Day just kind of came and went because everybody decided collectively, like, we can't. We just can't. We're not yeah. doing this shit. No. We don't need any pranks. Like, there's nothing. Nobody needs to do anything. Like, calm down. Well, and also, like, we no one was in the office. So it's like you couldn't show up to your office and, like, they've foil wrapped your entire, you know, desk yeah. or whatever. It's like. Nope. You just or put walk. pictures of Nicolas Cage under everybody's <laughs> mouse so that they yeah. you know, they're like, What's wrong with my mouse? And there's just a face of Nicolas Cage. That's what I did one year. Yeah. Stupid. Or you yeah. uh screenshot someone's desktop. This is what my boss did. My boss loved uh, pranks. She would screenshot someone's desktop, hide all their icons in a folder, and like, or like hide their desktop, and then make the picture what the screen used to be, and then people couldn't figure that out. It, which is kind That's of funny, funny when it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, there's certain pranks that are like eh, pretty good, but then most yeah. of the time they're so stupid, and I hate them. And they're like a lot of them are kind of malicious, and yeah, they're always mean. Yeah, not, someone not always that. looks stupid, and it's rude. Yeah, so, but this guy was, eh, for the time, pretty, I guess, what can be considered funny. We probably wouldn't think that anything that he that he did then is at all funny now. There's a couple things, but we'll get to those. Um, yeah. So this man, Horace Devere Cole, was <laughs> yeah. born in Ireland in County Cork uh, <laughs> on May 5th, 1881. Uh, and he was born into a pretty well-to-do and well-connected family. Um, and that's key because I feel like if he was just any like fucking piece of shit, he would not have time for this. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. If he was like, if he wasn't like some fancy lad, he, yeah. he, he was going to be like, uh, you need to get to work. It's 4am and you need to go like do your shit and take care of your shit. Get in the salt mines, you piece of shit. Like, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but no, yeah. he, or, or just like working and have a family and yeah, live his busy. life. He'd, he'd be, be busy. busy. But this guy was, um, you know, he was just, he he was also very eccentric in general. I don't know. Maybe if he was born into a normal family where he didn't have a leisure time, he'd be the same way. Who knows? Yeah. Um, knows? So he was the son of a British Army officer, William mm -hmm. Utting Cole, who was mm -hmm. a major in the 3rd Dragoon Guards. And he died of cholera. His dad died of cholera in India when his son was Whoa. a baby. Yeah. Um, well, doesn't William Utting Cole sound? Utting sounds like almost offensive. Yeah, it's like it's mm. like William fucking Cole or yeah. something. It's like like Redding, like oh. Redding in a ditch. I don't know. Yeah. Um, his mother Mary Devere was a niece and an heiress of Sir Stephen, and. Lady Devere. So good for mm. her. Yes. Um, he was also a great nephew of the Anglo-Irish poet Aubrey Devere. Good mm. for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know any of these people. So No, but I mean, I think they're famous. In, yeah. They're in, fancy. They sound fancy. Yeah. They sound fancy. And shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then his paternal grandfather was very wealthy and made his fortune dealing in quinine, uh, mm. which, as we all know is a very hot thing these days because mm. it's, you know, uh, it helps with malaria and whatnot mm. um, and also other things. But yeah. that's where he made his money. And so his, his mother's family was had really good, uh, you know, 
connections. They were earls of Oxford, and oh. they had all these, like, titles and shit. Um, and Is also... It, how does an earl stack up? I don't like, know. Oh, okay. I don't know I either. feel like they're below a duke, maybe? Yeah, and a duke is below a marquis. No, I don't. I don't know. That's prince? French. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. But they they had they had status basically. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Of, Because of that, um, like they could they could be in in the mix if need be, yeah. uh, of royalty, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so or at least like some pretty high up positions. Yeah. In his uh, and. As it stands, his sister was married to Neville Chamberlain, who hmm. would later become the British Prime Minister in 1937. Oh, so okay. He he was like it was like a very well connected family. Yeah. Um, when he was 10 years old, he actually contracted diphtheria, which affected his hearing for the remainder mm. of his life. It's like a a disease that causes like swelling of your glands, and it could mm. it like it, it could be pretty fucked up if it gets advanced. But okay. um, back in those days, every kid was getting sick. And so anything he, got advanced. Anything, yeah. everything was advanced. Yeah, it's it's yucky. So it was a <laughs> yeah. terrible time. Yeah. Uh, but he survived, but it affected his hearing. Um, mm. And then a few years later, he was sent uh, to boarding school at Eton. Eton? Yeah. Eton. Eton. Yeah, that's like a very famous boarding school. Yeah. I think like royalty goes there. Yeah. I don't know. Like rich people and royalty and mm-hmm. yeah, it's um I I think uh I read some speculation that like he may have been sent to boarding school because he was a bit rascally and like his mom was like you need to fucking knock ship that up shit out or sh- shape up or ship out yeah yeah exactly but everyone went to board like all young yeah. men of his age and status went to boarding school so i don't think that was true but i'm pr- i'm sure he was rascally as a kid oh i'm sure he was a real piece yeah. of work um yeah as a kid mm-hmm. um and then he eventually ended up at cambridge um which that's a problem you that's what you don't want is like rascally people getting smart. You know what I mean? Like I but want- I would I would argue that rascally people are already smart and Yeah. You, know. you don't want them getting smarter, I guess is what I want to say, because yeah, if you're a rascal, you know how to get away with things. Yeah, you're which- you're bored, you're not mm-hmm. challenged, you are you're you're like, fuck this, I'm be- I'm you know. Or you're just like good. testing yeah boundaries yeah Mm -hmm. but I think which is like fun as long as it's like me I would like to be smart and rascally but like (laughs) other people no because there's power with that and that's bad and scary like could you imagine bless their hearts but like imagine what sort of shit we would have been in in the early 2000s had the cast of jackass like Johnny Knoxville (laughs) Steve-O Chris Pontius if they had been Mensa level like we would Maybe none of us would be here today, but you know what I mean? It's like you don't want people who are willing to just embarrass themselves to that degree or, like, fuck with people to that degree to also be very smart, you know? Right, yeah. It's a lot of power. It is a lot of power. Um, th- so we're going to talk about some of the biggest pranks that uh, Cole did. He, okay. in college, we're calling him Cole here on out. Not Horace. Yeah. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole. Yeah. I like I like he, Horace, but Cole is easier. It's fine. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so he made some friends in college that were all very silly. Like they're on the same level as him. Oh. They're all assholes. You know those guys Enablers. in college who are yeah. they're fucking cool. They're hot. They're rich. They're like they're really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you want to hang out with them. Um, but you know, also, well, that's like a little it's a bit much sometimes. It's like, can we just not? <laughs> yeah. Even if they're like I, well, there is something to all of this because pranks you could get in trouble because they're, you know, you're like fucking with people. Yeah. And there is something fun to like being associated with that, but like being just on the outside of it where you get the thrill of it, but like you're not personally involved right. in it. And yeah. that's where I like to live my life. <laughs> yeah. I like to live in the little like, you the know, safety net of yeah. not being a prankster. Well, because mostly I don't like pranks, they're mean. But, you know, if someone's going to, like, do something a little silly, I still like to be there and, like, see it. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I, like to, I like the BTS of it all. Yeah, but, yeah, me too. Uh, I'm such a hypocrite. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. As yeah. long as nobody's hurting anything. Because if you hurt somebody, I'm going to report your ass, like, immediately. You think yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's safe around me. Um, yeah. So... In the early 1900s, it was announced that the Sultan of Zanzibar would be visiting England. This is like a big deal. It's like a diplomatic visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Cole and his one of his best friends at the time, Adrian Stephen, who mm-hmm. happened to also be Virginia Woolf's younger brother, I think, mm-hmm. um, was they were like in cahoots. They were like buddies. They're like, let's yeah. do something silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So what they did was they telegrammed the mayor of Cambridge's office, and they were, like, pretending to be the, <laughs> the, the you know, the, the sultan's people, <laughs> saying that they were going to come visit the college, which is, like, totally a reasonable thing, like, for a diplomat to do, come visit a college, I guess, in those days. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, to prank, to, like, do no. this prank was totally reasonable, and I was like, it is. I feel like if you're in college, I don't know. This to me is like the very first instance of a phony phone call where it's yeah. like it's like a prank both, call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where they're both just like <laughs> laughing to each other and they're like oh, Yes, uh hello. I'd like to send a telegram. Uh yeah, uh I'm a sultan. Oh my God, shut up. Shut, shut up. up. You're oh, fucking dude. making me laugh. Right? Oh it's my like, God, yeah. That's a hundred like, percent. That's how I envision it. It's like, oh my God, tell him, tell him it's from, yeah, tell him it's from. Okay, 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 okay. Um, the name, yeah, Harry. Oh, last name is Butts. Oh, shut up, shut up. I misinterpreter. <laughs> uh, oh my God, it's just this is like the level, and Ugh. and nothing can be verified. There's no. There's no internet. There's no phone calls. It's all telegrams yeah. and like word of mouth, whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my God, this is so funny. So they all dress up mm-hmm. in the Zanzibarian, like at the time, garb. garb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they go, they go, you know, and it's just like all these people are, they don't know what the Sultan of Zanzibar looks like. Yeah. They don't know what their people look like. They're just like. 
they have a general idea based on, you know, newspaper and whatever. Uh, yeah. And so they dress up, and they're definitely doing brown face in this Oof. shit. Like, it's, it's yeah, bad. Um, it's uh, not good. And so they dress up to look like the they're from Zanzibar, mm-hmm. and they fully, like, go to – they walk through their campus – and do like a meet and greet and like look at some buildings <laughs> and it's just so they oh my god yeah like uh Stephen as Stephen was the sultan and Cole was so, the sultan's uncle so right. like and and Stephen didn't talk he did not say a word the entire time and like cuz it was uh, you know they they're like oh he only speaks Zanzibarian or whatever yeah and I don't know what what the language would be and so and then Cole was like but I speak English blah 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 and so they got yeah they like it it was a whole big to do because the mayor thought that the sultan of Zanzibar was coming to Cambridge and wanted a tour of like the college and shit and so they like they created a reception for them like a lunch reception at guild hall which is like uh you know a a government building i think like a um in cambridge and then they fucking took them on a tour of the camp the college campuses in cambridge and the town like they were parading them around and people were like in the streets being like Oh my God! It's like a a guy who's a sultan from like a foreign land. Yeah, it was. This is insane and like. Oh my! This oh is my God! Day. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so rude. Uh, but yeah, people were like just totally freaked out, and then yeah. I guess they ended up like sneaking out the back door of like a building at some point. And like mm. hopping on a train and or just like running away, mm-hmm. and like everybody was like, "What happened?" I, I, it was yeah. very strange. And they just like, yeah, they just like took off out. Well, I think too, like the fun thing because when I was first reading this, I was like, "This is weird that no one even questioned." But then you're like, "Well, yeah, they didn't have the internet, like you said, so no one, you know, it's like you wouldn't know that this wasn't actually the Sultan." Yeah. But what one thing that almost like ruined their little setup was there was a retired missionary who was part of the group that was like following them on the tour and everything and she kept asking the sultan questions in his native language. And they were like fucking this bitch like what the fuck is go- she's going to she ruin saying? it. Yeah, what she's what she's saying. We don't know what she's saying. Oh my god, tell her to stop. So Stephen finally like piped up and was pretending to be bilingual and was like, um, lady, um, it's fine if you want to direct like direct a question to the Sultan himself, but just so you know, the next time you do it, he'll add you to his harem. So like just be ready. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, no, thank you. And yeah, oh. it, I don't think the tour was very long. Like some accounts, it sounded like it was a couple hours, but then another one, it was like an hour. So who knows? But yeah, eventually they just were like, okay, tour's over and just like took off into the town, which is like, get back on the train and go to the next town down and then like finish your con. Like yeah, commit they, the whole time. They just took off, like took off their costumes, like changed yeah. and then like went back to 
you know, school, school, Campus. basically. Yeah. yeah, they were college uh, students, and they even they were such dicks that they like went and did an interview the next day with the Daily yeah. Mail. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we fucking we fucking prank these assholes. Oh my god, it's so rude, but also I they just didn't love even that. get in trouble. I know, but the ch- but but they pissed off the chancellor of the of Cambridge, who was like, "Oh no, no!" They cha- they pissed off the mayor of mm-hmm. Cambridge, and he went to the chancellor, and he was like, "You better punish these fucking assholes. They made me look like a dick." And that and the chancellor was like, "No thanks, I don't care." He's like, "It's <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. You're an idiot." He's like, "They're <laughs> college kids, um, yeah, and yeah, you should have done your research. I'm sure there's someone you could have like cross referenced this with." So yeah, like you. everybody knows that the sultan was like. In fucking, I don't know, Greenwich or wherever. I, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> where, is th- where, where are places in London? I don't know. Where are we? Yeah, what's uh, happening? So <laughs> then they they were like stoked. They were – Cole and Steven were like, we fucking prank these motherfuckers. It's so easy. Let's do another one. This is the biggest prank they ever pulled off. And this is, like, famous. Um, Yeah. This is called the Dreadnought Hoax. Uh, So in 1906, the British Army built this massive warship Mm -hmm. called the Dreadnought. It was the the biggest, most expensive, most technologically advanced ship uh, Mm. in the naval fleet. Uh, So this is a big deal. And this is, is like – the news of the day, everybody's like, holy fucking shit, we are mm-hmm. the number one superpower, everybody <laughs> bow down, fuck yeah, yeah. military. They're like how America is now, but yeah, back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like if if America like built like a, a fucking huge destroyer with like truck nuts on it or something, <laughs> like everybody be like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. So- <laughs> oh my God. Do you watch Detroiters? <laughs> No. Oh, there's a funny episode where they, like, pimp out a car, and they put, like, three pairs of nuts on it. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. It's like a mutant. <laughs> the more uh, nuts, the more man, baby. That's uh, right. That's not how that works. That's but not okay. how that works. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, so, so what they decided to do was, since this is, like, such a high-profile do it, Stephen and Cole yeah. – wanted to do was like they wanted to like really see it they're like we want to yeah. get on this ship we want to like fucking tour it it's like open for you know diplomats and you know dignitaries to come see it they the british naval academy whatever they're all like fucking jizzing their pants over this so they're like let's <laughs> let's see this thing up close and personal so what they ended up it's, doing it's like the equivalent of you know those Instagram museums they open in, like, L.A. where it's, like, the ice cream yes. museum and you get to, like, swim in sprinkles? It's like that. Yeah, for real. For <laughs> real. Uh, and so they were, like, we're going to get on the ship whether we're allowed to or not. Uh, mm-hmm. So what they do is they ran, they round up some more friends and they're, like, we're going to do, like, a similar prank, basically. They yeah. get they get Virginia Woolf this time, Stephen's mm-hmm. sister. They're, mm-hmm. like, come on. Virgie, we're gonna get this <laughs> prank popping. You're gonna join yep. us. 
And then a painter, Duncan Grant, I guess he's famous too. Yeah. So they all get together. They put on this this garb, this foreign, you know, dignitary garb. And they telegram again. Do Mm -hmm. do the... You know prank, what? If it ain't prank, broke, don't fix it. Am I right? They did it, and they get on. They 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 telegram the admiralty, uh, announcing that the emperor of Abyssinia is, which is now modern day Ethiopia, is going to mm. come check out the ship. And mm. I guess they were like, "Cool, come on," <laughs> which I don't know why, but yeah, that was the biggest thing to me. It's like homeland security. What like. I guess didn't exist then, but it's like, why would you let anyone come look at, like, your prized warship that you yeah. just built that you're like, this is why we're number one? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, come steal our technology, like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should come look at, like, how fast this is and exactly how we made it. And also, if you want the blueprint, we sell it in the gift shop yeah. <laughs> on your way out. So just, like, check that out. No, but they were like, this is the thing. They were yeah. so proud of it. Mm-hmm. They, they were, wanted- like, boasty. They wanted to show their dick, like, to yeah, all, they were all the nations of dick. the world. Yeah. Fucking, their ship is a dick. It is the biggest, the fastest, the strongest in the whole world, and they want the whole fucking goddamn world to see it, okay? Yeah. So come and, on down. And so they they got a tour lined up, and mm-hmm. they're all dressed up. Stephen and Cole actually ended up playing versions of themselves, like English, yeah. uh, you know, attaches like like translators whatever i don't know Uh, i'm an attache to the emperor of abyssinia yeah Yeah. i'm a cultural attache yeah Uh, so oh birdcage love it i know um so they learned i guess some swahili words from a missionary Mm -hmm. uh which i guess would sound close enough to the language that they were that they spoke in this area at the time well they Uh, thought it would they They thought it would yeah they're just like we don't it sounds just, like foreign, so we'll just use this. But I don't think it's close. ignorant, racist idiots. Um, yeah. It was 19 of something, so. Yeah. 1910. 1908? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So they – and then the rest of the, the friends all played Ethiopian men, all dressed up. Even Virginia Woolf dressed up. Oh, yeah. Full. I love that part. Uh, the brown black faces. Oh, oh I don't like lot. that part. Yeah, no. I don't like that part, Um, but I love – I love that she was like she was they, a they're like yeah and they were like yeah get in on this girl like yeah Let's you're go. one of us yeah. in this we're gonna do this together mm-hmm. um I fucking love that part about it because I'm like yeah. that's cool and it's I don't know it's just like fun and it's just, very silly so they yeah, do this whole tour and they were offered lunch they declined it <laughs> Oh my God. They, did, they probably were just like, we were just trying to get in and out. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Don't want to linger. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, yeah, they. The more they, time that they're spending there, the more. Exactly. Yeah. The more you're going to get caught. That's the thing with these pranks. It's like you got to be kind of, you kind of got to be in and out. Like you want to make a big enough impression that it's funny afterwards, mm-hmm. but like you got to get out. And they were very smart, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all very well to do and well educated. And they were like, oh, like we'd love to stay and have like a lunch with you guys. But um, actually, like because we're like royalty and royalty adjacent, like royalty support staff, we can only <laughs> eat food that's like prepared a certain way. Mm-hmm. They like, like understood a- enough like protocol and like yeah. had enough culture uh, and knowledge of other 
ways that things work that it like was totally yeah. not a, like a rude or weird thing and, and everybody's mm-hmm. like okay and yeah they totally did it they pulled it off Fuck. oh my god it's and it, nobody it's really wild. knew nobody really knew about it until like i think a few weeks later yeah. um the daily mirror had they had like came out with the fact that it was a prank yeah and it was and Cole, of course, sent in the the like information. Like he had pictures mm-hmm. of themselves. Like they, he's like, yeah, this is me. This is Virginia Wolf. This is her brother. This is our other <laughs> yeah. friend who's a painter. <laughs> yeah, like, this is it, a woman in a beard and in brown face. And, this is yeah. And so they like, I guess, like a thing that they kept saying while they were on the ship. Anytime they would like be shown something cool, they would say bunga bunga. Like that was like their 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 exclamation that they were very like they're expressing delight over something which is like so fucking rude and racist yeah 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 so it's yeah that the fucked up thing about that is that so yeah there was like a photo published in the daily mirror which is actually cool you could look at it which is like it's kind of i mean yeah it's like wildly racist uh but also, it the fun part about it is that it's, like, these young 20-somethings who, like, yeah. finagled their way onto a ship in costume and, and got away with it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of. Um, but the actual emperor of Abyssi- Abyssinia mm-hmm. actually came to England, like, not that long after, and... and was like, hey, yeah, I'd, like, love to see this boat. And they're like, I don't think so. And then was, like, walking around on, like, tours of London and shit, and people would run up to him and say bunga bunga. Oh, that's rude as fuck. Yeah, it's rude as fuck because that was the – that the article was, like, you know, they, like, gave the phrase away and stuff. And and I don't know if it was, like, rude – to be rude to him, I think it was, but also people said bunga bunga to all the naval – officers that they would see on the streets because like they were you're kinda idiots like, yeah, yeah yeah they'd be like haha bunga bunga or whatever uh but yeah it all it all uh it all sounds and feels very racist and rude um in today's in today's context absolutely it back is. then yeah. like they didn't even know anything they were just all a yeah. bunch of imperialist colonialist idiots who just yeah who truly thought they were better than all of these people. Um, It is funny because Cole did end up allegedly getting his ass kicked by, like, a bunch of naval officers. They, like, came to his house and, like, beat the shit out of him. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he had it coming. I mean, yeah, it's like, how would you not think that this is going to happen to you, sir? Yeah. Uh, uh, So those are his two most famous pranks. Uh, He did so much other dumb shit throughout his life. This one is one of my favorites, though. These are some of his other pranks that he did. This, um, just imagining this is something. (laughs) So he was on his honeymoon, and he, what he wanted, he ended up doing on his honeymoon was leaving piles of horse shit all over the town that they were staying in for their honeymoon. So that's what he did on their honeymoon was just... (sighs) Putting horse shit everywhere. Uh, okay, just imagine being on your honeymoon with your your husband, uh, your brand new husband, and him being like, instead of fucking you 
in your hotel room or bungalow or whatever. He goes, I'm going to go out and leave shit everywhere. I'll be right back. Can you imagine? I just hate it so much. Don't worry. This lady that he married later divorced him. So, Oh, my God. I, I kind of love this because of the context of, like, there were no horses there. I yeah. mean, it's still, like, dumb, and I don't know why you would waste your time doing this, but he, he did this and spent hours putting t- horse turds throughout the plaza so that the next morning when people woke up and, like, Walked out of, into the, you know, bustling Italian city. There's horseshit everywhere. <laughs> and then and then he's also banking that they know what horseshit looks like and are familiar <laughs> with it enough that they'll be like, horseshit? Why is there horseshit here? And then, it, and then he'll be like, <laughs> it's so dumb. But it's so dumb. I appreciate well, it, it a little bit. He, I don't know. It's like, it's funny, but it's stupid. Yeah. It's like, why are you fucking your wife? You're on your honeymoon. God damn yeah. it. And it's no wonder they're divorced. Well, yeah. Well, they got divorced because he, uh, he was really bad with money and invested a ton of, mm-hmm. uh, his fortune in Canadian, um, land didn't work mm-hmm. out so well. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah. So, so <laughs> this is another really just gem of a prank prank mm-hmm. that he used to do so he would uh put a cow udder in his fly and walk around town bopping around and flopping this cow udder around <laughs> like he'd flash people his cow udder yeah and but, he'd pretend it was yeah. like his dick and he'd walk around and people would like eventually like be like oh sir sir, sir. And, put like, your God damn dick away. And he'd gather, like, he'd get so many people, like, ready to fucking beat the shit out of him. And then he'd take out a pair of scissors and, like, cut the, oh. the cow on <laughs> And then everybody would be like, ah! <laughs> so he'd wait for, like, a crowd. And then he'd just diffuse it by cutting it off. And everybody would just be like, all right, fuck you, bye. Like, Yeah, that's, or they'd just be like, puking in bushes and stuff I'd be like freaking out but also I kind of love it because it's like kind of like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like inspirational to women who are like being flashed it's like just run up and cut that guy's dick off like you don't know yeah I don't know it's like uh, I hope he like inspired women to just be like sir put that away or I'm gonna cut it off Yes. God damn it. Yeah, I have my dick cutting knife with me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good <yeah>. day. <laughs> good day. I said good day. <laughs> he also did one. This is like alleged. Who knows if this really happened? So he yeah. did this theater prank where it's very rude to the performers of the theater, but I kind of love it because love this it. was a very high, a high-end theater in London's West End. Mm-hmm. He bought eight front row seats Sorry, I just hit my microphone. And Uh-oh. he he paid uh he paid good money for these seats and put mm-hmm. eight men who had bald heads in these seats and wrote out bollocks on their heads, like B O L L O C K S. So oh. on each head so that people who were sitting above and behind them could see the word bollocks spelled out on these dudes' heads. And it was just like hysterical laughter, like throughout the From performance. From the upper yeah. audience, mm-hmm. 
I thought he he paid so many bald people, it spelled it out in heads, which would be so much more impressive. Like, I was like, he hired enough people, uh, he found enough bald men to go to the theater for free on his dime to, like, literally spell out fuck or bollocks or whatever in people's heads. No. <laughs> no, well, I, I think that's better. And that, I'm is do better. That. that is yeah. better. That is better. No, what I think happened was he wrote the the letters on their heads, and yeah. they're probably like wearing hats or something when they. Yeah, it's a in. theater. You have to dress up. Yeah. Yeah, and then they took it off, and they they spelled out. It was like being at a football game and seeing like your team's yeah. name spelled out, but it was. Uh, the, like dude's bellies. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, oh, we got to do that. Yeah, and then. <laughs> The last little prank – well, there's more. There's tons more. But there's more. This is kind of like a bigger one that he did too. He uh, – it's is the Piccadilly Trench. He mm-hmm. and a bunch of friends dressed up as construction workers, uh, had police reroute traffic, and dug a trench in the middle of the street uh, of Piccadilly uh, Circus, you know, like the roundabout – yeah. And uh, he and his friends dug this trench, ran up to their hotel room, and watched uh, fucking chaos ensue, basically. <laughs> kind of funny. It kind of reminds me of that scene from Ghostbusters 2 where they're just, like, digging a hole in the middle of the of the street in New York, in downtown New York, and the cops oh my are like, God. what are you doing? I don't know. It's pretty funny. Yeah. it's. Uh, I thought they were going to do it to, like – fuck with people driving through there but i like that they just fucked with the cops mm, like mm-hmm. the cops are like helping them yeah redirect traffic the cops and then are they, like yeah 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 no yeah, problem. yeah 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 <laughs> like blowing their little constable whistles and shit and like swinging their little thing and then and then it's like all of a sudden they're all gone and they're like wait what happened and then there's just a fucking huge trench in the middle <laughs> and the cops just have their dick in their hands and they're like yeah. what they have their they little cat letters in their yeah. hands yeah <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I also, but I also loved the. I, did you read about the bottom party where like? Oh, it's my favorite. It's so. Funny. He had he had a party. He like he just like threw a party and like invited all these people, you know, and they just all showed up. And as like drinks and hors d'oeuvres are being served and people are getting to know each other and they're introducing themselves to each other because it was like all strangers. Yeah, they all realized that like. They all had bottom in their last name somehow. So, like, the only people invited had last names that had bottom in it, like Higginbottom, Ramsbottom, Longbottom, etc. Like, they oh were just all God. the bottoms. I was like, I saw this, this, at the bottom party, and I was like, what? yeah, what is this? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, it was yeah. Something much different. But it was literally everybody had bottom in their last name. And that is funny. That is it's funny. It's so funny. It's so funny, too. Something like that is such a great and fun prank because no one is hurt by that. And it's just right. fun. And it's like And maybe you make a new friend. And maybe you make a new friend. Maybe you meet a long lost cousin. Maybe you, uh, you know, you yeah, you like spark up a conversation with someone who you're not related to that you want to marry now, and you guys get to be like Rams Longbottom. Like you get to like, (laughs) oh my god. Long, long Rams bottom. <laughs> oh my God! No, truly, I that is that's a prank I can get behind. I think that's very fun. Oh my uh, God! And Rams then long bottom. I'm such a child. 
he also he also bore a striking resemblance to uh, in the 1920s. He mm-hmm. bore a striking resemblance to the the prime minister of the time, who is a labor oh. a labor prime minister, Ramsey McDonald, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ramsey McDonald bottom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ram that McDonald bottom. <laughs> so he he looked a lot like this guy, and people were like, he looked like that guy. So he would mm-hmm. take the opportunity to like rail against the labor the labor party. Like, he would in- impersonate mm. Ramsey McDonald and be like, fuck labor or whatever, you know? So Yeah. It's like someone dressing up as, like, Lindsey Graham and going out and being like, fucking Republicans are garbage. Yeah. I, I I love all the Democrat stuff. And then it's like, well, what? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. Uh, he – so that was very, very embarrassing for his sister who is, like, married to the future prime minister – who yeah. uh, was it just they were like very embarrassed by him being mm. just so outrageous. And then uh, he's also suspected of being one of the accomplices or perpetrators of uh, the Piltdown Man hoax, which mm. was a paleoanthropological fraud, which mm. uh, bone fragments were presented as like uh, fossilized remains of a previously unknown early human. Very, because oh. like at this time it was like a very uh, new field of study. Everybody was in in on it. It was very exciting. Uh, yeah. lots lots of hoaxes happened. Uh, but he, the people think he might have been involved in this. But I don't know. I think it, there's a lot of uh, like I think Darwin was involved. I don't know. Or Darwin was fooled. Maybe mm. it was. Uh, it was weird. It, it, that's all to say like it was a very big deal it was like a huge section we learned about in anthropology so um, oh okay yeah if it doesn't have a telegram in it I'm not sure not interested uh (laughs) I don't think it it doesn't have his uh fingerprint of a telegram yeah black or brown face uh Mm -hmm. so I'm not sure yeah it's too sophisticated honestly (laughs) um also he did not have he had other wives and like he didn't have good luck with his wives, they all uh, either left him or had children with his friends. Yeah. His second <laughs> wife ended up fucking one of his good friends, and they had yeah. a kid together. And then they they fell apart because she was fucking another guy oh. who ended up she – was, she was something. And <laughs> – and she ended up shooting him or something in the <gasps> stomach. It was like crazy. What? Crazy drama. Yeah. Whoa. So, so and his- I know the son is still alive. And he yeah. had uh, Devere Cole's last name. Yeah. Um. He's, I mean, he's an old man. And he, like, is a TV writer or something. Wow. Um, well, yeah. uh, Cole ended up, he, I don't think he lived into very old age. He was. Like middle age when he died, but uh, maybe yeah. he was like a little older. But mm. he he would just walk around farting all the time. Like he was just like <laughs> like tooting up a storm everywhere he went. But he'd try to do the thing where you cough, where you like try to cough and cover the yeah. fart noise. Yeah, like you make a fart noise and I'll do a cough. Okay. <laughs> but his farts were way louder than his cough because also and, remember like, poorly timed <laughs> yeah. also remember he like always had hearing issues 
because yeah. of his his uh you know bout with diphtheria when he was a kid but yeah. also like getting older that just happens like and they just come out your toots just come out your hearing gets worse so it's not even your sphincter betrays you at the end it just Mm-mm. deteriorates mm-hmm. like it's like what sphincter at the end yeah. of your life you know yeah, it's like and, and it's just like you you feel it slowly eroding but you're like eh, what yeah. can you do you're also like, I'm old, I don't care. I remember my grandma farting one time when she was babysitting us, and I don't think I'd ever heard her fart. And She was like so, a lady, so you were like, what? Yeah, she was like, yeah, and, and just very like, I don't know, Catholic, and I don't just never heard proper, a fart. And she, yeah. Yeah, proper, and she like was opening the door and like a fart slipped out, and I was like, oh. And I, like, didn't know what to do, but I was, like, <laughs> delighted and scared, you know? I was, like, she farted. And then, but then I was, like, oh, no. What is it? Like, do I have to what acknowledge it? What does this mean? It? Yeah. Yeah. And then she was, like, it just happens. And I was, like, oh. Oh. Like, she was okay. not wrong. Yeah. It just, yeah. It does just happen. It does just happen. <laughs> oh, grandma. I know. Uh, well, he, he passed away in 1936. Yeah. Two. Tootin' away. Tootin' toot sweet in France. Yeah, I think he was alone by then. Like, his wives had all yep. left him. and Tootin' to le jour. That's every day. Just tootin'. Toot toot. Toot, <laughs> toot sweet. Toot sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, he died in France. That's why we're making French uh, jokes. Yeah, um, yeah. But what a life. Uh, he really did some crazy things. I My favorite thing about him is that he was friends with Virginia Woolf, and she was, like, in on the fun pranks. Like, cool. Love that. Yeah. What I a fun journey they, for her. <laughs> I love that they were, like, woke enough to let a woman into their group, and were like, yes, women can be funny, too. It's but like not, not woke just... enough to not do brown face or black face. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I think that was bad. Um that was not cool. But I do love that they kind of like only they really pranked a lot of higher profile kind of like whatever. And none of this, none of these pranks were really all that. They're pretty harmless. Like, pretty harmless. But I feel like the pranks were kind of on the man. Like oh, they were 100%. Kind of, that was and his that's bread what's and butter. fun about it. Yeah, yeah, that's I think that's what's pretty fun about it. So Totally. He his his main objective was to prank people who are in power, people yeah. who are, you know, pompous, full of themselves, thought yep. that they like it it was truly just to to it was a very um uh what's the word? Lamp, it, lampooning was his his mm. his Yeah. directive. Like that was his main goal was to Stick it to the man, make like people in power look stupid. It's, yeah, it's, he truly was kind of a Banksy. Mm-hmm. Nah. I don't know. Yeah, he, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, he's just a Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, he's a Sasha Baron Cohen. So, like, Sasha Baron Cohen, Cohen is an actor. He's in the in the. He was like a presenter at the Academy Awards. He's like up there. He does. He's like in the he, – he's a serious actor sometimes. Yes, but he also does it f- for like political commentary, mm-hmm. which this guy – I don't know that it was so much that. He like, did do political commentary when he would pretend to be the, the prime minister. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's to true. rally against the Labor Party, so. Yes, that's true. That's true, yeah. Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen. Yeah. Of I, 1900s, early 1900s. Yeah, of the <laughs> Spanish flu era. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. Pranks in the time of diptera. 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 I don't know. Who knows if I ever said that right? Did I just have a stroke? Probably. Oh, God. Uh, well, that's all I got. Yeah, same. Uh, follow us on social media at DTFU Podcasts uh, everywhere. Go to our website, DTFUPodcast.com. Uh, all kinds of new fun stuff on there for you. Oh, my God. So check, out, check out our events page. Uh, go get your postcards. Mm-hmm. Get, get a bandana. A, get your bandana. Um Let's have fun. Let's do yep. let's do our postcard party together. Uh, also, it's going to be DJed by uh, by Brian Derek. Brian De- DJ yeah, Brian Derek. Our oh, buddy. you know him. Yep, you know yep. him and love him from the Facebook group. Yes. Um. Yeah, he is going to DJ for us. We're probably going to have some brunch themed drinks. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do some giveaways or something. We don't know. Ugh, who knows. The- the, who knows? We don't know. We don't know. It's a weeks away, but you need to get your postcards. Yeah, get that in because, you know, the the postal service is struggling right now. So Yikes. They're uh, ripping mailboxes out of town. So yeah. Uh, let's, support, let's support the USPS. Let's mm-hmm. get these postcards mailed out. Let's do it. Let's yeah. go, girls. Yeah. Let's bam, go, girls. Bam, bam. <laughs> I feel like. Okay. Ow! Uh, I love you, Shania Twain. Good night and good luck. Um, You guys, be excellent to yourselves and each other. Bye bye. Bye bye.